Kawaka's pace is ridiculous. You can try to get past him, but um, his recovery pace, it's, it really helps him and builds him out of certain situations. But the number one danger man is going to be KDB because of who he is and how dangerous he is. Riyad Mahrez, yes, Prince look at him too. The entire city squad, really, <laughs> if I'm being fair. Welcome to the Footy Stands Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Footy Stands Podcast. I'm your host, Ovo, and uh, I'm sorry if my voice is a bit bad. I'm not really feeling so well, but I wouldn't need to talk much because I have three Chelsea fans with me, and the first guest is Haliru. Haliru, how are you doing? I'm good. Hi, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Ibuka, Woody. Woody, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be here once again. You know, destiny is arriving soon. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, one of my uh, favorite followers on Twitter, Precious, big Chelsea fan, love his football talks. Uh, we've been following each other for a long time and I'm very happy to have him on the podcast. Precious, how are you doing? Yo, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I wish I was at home. <laughs> but I'm really, really sorry. It came up late, so I just had to. But even if it's 30 minutes there for 20, at least, let's just have a good chat. I, I cool. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, start from the beginning. So, we weren't able to do, like, a, a uh, FA, FA Cup final review or a top four, you know, preview or anything like that because games were just back to back to back. And then... Um, Unfortunately for Chelsea, you guys lost the FA Cup final and uh, you almost bottled top four. Like, you were, I was actually like, Chelsea are going to drop out. And it was going to be so funny, but you guys made it. You finished fourth. Um, Precious, let me start with you then. Hallelujah, you can continue. Um, the last uh, two weeks, how has it been for you as a Chelsea fan? Um, kind of bad, I'll say. Kind of bad because I feel like some of those games, okay, maybe the, um, don't with Leicester in the FA Cup, we are a bit poor. But I feel like those games, we've been kind of good, but we've just been let down by finishing most times. And, and it's really annoying to see. It's really, really annoying. Especially, especially if you're a fan that started following us from like when Drogba was here, yeah, Lampard and all those guys. And now seeing these players just missing chances, it's just kind of mad and all that. But yeah, I'm still positive about the final. now. No? And hopefully next next season we can get like a very good striker or that. So hopefully. Yeah, so Halir, what about you? Um, I feel like the last two weeks they made the season sort of anticlimactic in the sense that like when like I'm counting the season from when Tuchel came in, anything that happened before then let's it slide. And when he came in, obviously he told me. In January, that would be in a Champions League final. I would have laughed at you. But we got to a stage where I was expecting it to happen. Like, and we've been actually, our, our squad is actually a lot better than most people thought. But also, we also have issues, like you mentioned, like Precious just mentioned, like finishing is very, very bad. And in the last few games, it has cost us. So the important thing is we've made the Champions League next year. Regardless, I didn't want to be watching on Saturday, depending on not only winning the match, but also top four. You don't imagine losing there if you are not playing Champions League next season. The FA Cup final, it was painful actually. Like, 
I think that that has actually actually reduced my confidence in the Champions League final. Before then, I would have been a lot more confident. But I feel like this generation of Chelsea players, like most of us, we go used we grew up watching all them drug by Lampard. These guys had monster mentality. Like they already ever lost finals. But the, if I, I if I remember well, our last eleven finals apparently we've lost nine of them, which is so unlike Chelsea. So I don't know. I'm confident, but let's see how it goes. Yeah, Ibuka, uh, what about you? Had last three weeks. <laughs> That's been very intense. Um, every every game we played was a final, or seemed like a final. Um, I think the disappointing result against Arsenal was where we got to understand that as much as we we rely on our defence. Um, when your attack doesn't do anything, then there's always that room for one goal coming in and then you, you don't have a response, you don't have a reply. I'm also remembering um, when we drew a Brighton nil-nil. The things, these are games that you know we should have found a way to score, but it just didn't happen. And as um, Precious and Hillary have said, you know, it's the end of the season has been more interesting than it should have been. And that's because our attack is not... Is not doing enough. Um, I, I don't want to point fingers at anyone or blame anyone, but attack is not doing enough. Um, and you know, we talked about mentality. Yes, I I think that you know there are lots of players in this team that maybe do not have the right mentality. That mentality of champions, and maybe as Hillary said, maybe because we've been spoiled with the likes of Drogba, Lampard, Balak, these guys that you they they wanted to win. It was in them to want to win something but we now have a different group of players and you know the our record in recent finals is terrible it seems like we are more likely to lose than to win so it's something that needs to be addressed i don't want to put too much blame on the manager but yeah everybody just from the players to the manager everyone needs to do better on saturday because if not if we're going into that city game you know counting on our defense to help us while our attack would miss chance after chance, no, 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 I don't think that's going to work. We need to be clinical. We need to be able to take our chances, and hopefully that happens on Saturday. Okay, okay, that's uh, that's very good. So, um, looking back at the last three weeks here, Ibuka, you and I have like conversations behind um, the record, and Halura as well. And you know, a certain section of Chelsea fans like to blame players, like you know, Kepa, Rich James. And all that, and another certain section of Chelsea fans don't give enough blame to players like Werner or Mason Mounts, who are the ones that are missing these chances. Because, like you said, you didn't want to call names, but Werner and Mason Mount and maybe Pulisic are the players that are missing those chances, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, um, Mason Mount, I'm still, I'm still backing, you know. I'm still pushing my agenda for the Ballon d'Or 2021 to go to Miss Man. I'm still <laughs> pushing that agenda. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm still pushing it. But in, in recent weeks, yes, in front of goal, the team, Mason Mount, Werner, I think Havertz had that big chance against Arsenal. Yeah. You know, not, we are not taking our chance. People are missing chances. Uh, in terms of output, Pulisic has been very poor this season, if I'm being fair. Yes, they will talk about injuries and other things. But yeah, he, he has been point. The whole attack has been point in front of goal. When you end the Premier League season with your top scorer being Jorginho on seven goals, seven penalties, mm-hmm. 
that's disappointing. That's terrible for every every person in in the attack needs to feel ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Precious, do you have anything to add about um, Chelsea's um, attacking prowess? Um, yeah, I think our finishing is poor, and also, um, I think I also have like two other issues too, which is like final thought decision making. Like sometimes it can be very very terrible. Like, I don't know, I'm watching games and it's like I'm screaming at the TV, just make the pass or something. So I think that's another problem, the final thought decision make. But then some of these things too are things that you have to cope with because, you know, it's, it's a very young attack. Maybe apart from Venada, is around 25 or so. The rest are like 22, 21, 20 and stuff. So it's a very young attack as well. But I think the decision making has to also improve beside the finishing too. I think the decision making has to improve. And then I feel like we, we really need to go for a creator. Maybe maybe like a Sancho kind of maybe goal scoring winger and creator in one, or just um, a creator probably like um, DePaul, a midfielder, for example. So I think because I feel like we create chances, but I feel like we don't create quality chances as well. But that's not the biggest issue. I think the biggest issue, first of all, is the finishing and the decision-making in final thought. But then chance creation, too, can be better. I think we, we create chances, but I feel like we don't create quality. So basically, so and this is something I feel like we need to work on with the transfer market as well. Make sure we get a creator, a goal-scoring winger with a striker as well. So hopefully, no. hopefully next season, things get better, honestly, hopefully. Yeah, precious. I, I can connect a lot of what you're saying, and it feels like it feels like we're, we're coming from the same place. From the same place. Even you mentioning um Rodrigo de Paul, like that's also someone that I'm looking at. Yeah, we, we do need that. I, I agree with you 100 percent Yeah, that's cool. Um, but you know, and I actually agree with that sentiment, but don't you think that the fact that you guys don't create quality chances, like Precious said, means Maybe your attackers are just under pressure to finish the little chances you guys get, which makes them fluff their lines. Um, over. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. I was going to. I was going to add. I know. I would disagree that we don't create quality chances. I know we fight every day about SG, but in my own opinion, there is no better way of judging the quality of chances the team creates by SG. This season, we had the second highest SG in the league after City. So. Creating chances to me is not the issue. There's no match we don't have. We don't have a match where we don't consider create at least two, three clear cut chances versus Madrid was almost ten. So I don't think creating chances is actually the issue. I think the issue is finishing. Last even when Lampard was there, despite his flaws and all, creating chances we still had like the third SSIG last season. So, but then you see our actual goal scored. We haven't judging you know, spent seven penalties like. Um, in my opinion, I don't really think creating is our issue. I think finishing is the big elephant in the room. We create too many chances that are never been finished. And yeah, I don't expect this. These guys are young guys. I don't expect them to be the polished article. But it gets to a point where, um, come on, you have to take some chances. Like, this is the top level. If you don't take it, it will punish you. So me personally, I like the stats back it up. We, we create at least the second most chances in the league. So I don't see chance creation as our issue that's just it okay but cool. then quality though chance the quality of the chances i still have an issue with the quality of chances being created and i think who was trying to to talk about you know 
um, players being under pressure to take the chances that they get. And that's something that I feel every striker that has come to Chelsea has gone through that pressure, apart from Diego Costa. Diego Costa to an extent, but... Um, I think Costa even had a time where he wasn't really doing well. Like the last bit yeah, of no, his... He, yeah, he had, he had his... You know, Costa was a bit inconsistent, especially with, you know, he could start the season well and then the second half, you, you see that he's just like, you know, not, not on that same level. It seems like he's more interested in fighting than in scoring. But Costa was lucky enough to play with Fabregas. And there's nothing that is, there's nothing for a striker that you can dream of than playing with someone like a Fabregas, a KDB, that you know that if you're making a run, he will see you. There's so many early runs that Werner makes that get ignored because, and you can't blame anyone because nobody has a vision. Nobody's going to see it. You're wasting your time if you're running. Like, let's get to, let's get to the final third before we look at you. And that's fine. Yes, you can still um, talk about if even if Werner gets the chance, will he score it? But, you know, there's this thing about when you're a striker and you have that confidence that, oh, I've missed a chance. Oh, it's not a problem. These guys are going to create like three, four more for me and I can probably put two in or put one in and I'll call it a day. But when you know that, oh, I've seen my big chance in this game and I have missed it, that's a problem. Look at the FA Cup final. Werner did not have a clear-cut chance. He was feeding off all these scraps and trying to shoot from distance and all that because nobody was trying to create... And even look, look at uh, Leicester scored and it took us to, what, the 85th minute or 82nd minute to have our first shot on target or something or, since, since when they scored. Like, we have all that possession, but these guys are not creating quality chances. Either we are trying to uh, whip in a cross when we know that the attack, they are probably, all of them are probably like five, eight, five, nine, we are looking at their heights and they were whipping in crosses. We bring in Drew, we're not even whipping crosses anymore. It's, it's just... Um, I think Precious mentioned the decision-making. I think that's a huge factor. I think the, the lack of quality chances. Yes, people talk about XG. And last season with Lampard, I, I had if I was saying that we're not creating enough. But then people, uh, Chelsea fans brought stats. And I was like, okay, fine. Maybe it's just me and my eye test. But I, I don't feel like we create enough quality chances where a striker can say, oh, I can afford to miss. Aguero is leaving the Premier League as one of the best strikers ever. But Aguero used to miss chances. But nobody talks about it because Aguero would miss a sitter, but then three minutes, four minutes later, he's banging in a goal and they're like, oh yeah, it's true, he missed something like that, that's fine. But then we don't have that luxury. A striker at Chelsea doesn't have that luxury. If I'm a striker at Chelsea, if I get one chance and I miss it, I know that that's the end. I'm probably not going to see anything again. And then that's that's my goal drought starting from today. So I, I still feel that we need to get a creative winger. We need to get a better striker. Yes, we do. Romelu Lukaku, hopefully, or something. I don't know. But there, there needs to be action in the transfer window. Okay, okay. Lots of very uh, good points. Hello? Yeah, do, you want to, do you want to add something? Yeah, I was just going to add, like, Timo Werner has missed the most big chances in the Premier League this season. So if if Vela is not getting chances, I don't know who's getting chances in the Premier League. And still, to me, our finishing is our issue. Like he has missed more big chances than any other player in the Premier League. Even minus his big chances, he has scored 14 outside goals. Yeah, you can blame people for not releasing the passes earlier to him, but still, it's still his decision making. Like I don't know, I just don't know how many teams are creators. I watch other, I watch Arsenal, I watch those teams, those guys, even United, those guys football is, they don't create anything. And at least United seem to know how to still win. Maybe, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because Cavani is an effective 
finish at least more than what we have, even Bruno. So they take a lot less chances than us. So I really do not, to me, if we had an hurricane, we will not be complaining that, oh, we don't create that much chances because he will take mo- most of what Bena has than this and all that. But well, Valerie, look at it this way. I mean, Bamford scored, like, scored a lot of goals, but also missed a lot of big chances as well. So don't you think that missing chances as a striker is normal? I mean, Suarez used to get like 50 goals and miss 20 big chances. So, it's normal, yeah. Uh, I don't expect you to, to take all your chances. But the issue is that let's not act like when I is taking all these chances. When I is taking one in 15, like it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's missing versus Madrid. I don't even want to remember that first leg. Like, even the goal he had to score was basically, okay, finally, this thing is on your head. Just put it inside. Like, uh-uh. most of our chances be like that before we say we are creative. Like, <laughs> I see the goal came versus Scott versus, versus, versus Leicester. I see Cavani's goal versus Spurs. Like, this has, that's what a striker is meant to do. I don't expect um, Jorginho to, to score those kind of goals. That when I would say, okay, yeah, the chance, the chance creation. I don't expect, like, in big games, this, you are playing against top-level defenders. You're not, you not going to get a Van Dijk or a Diaz giving you a one-on-one. If, if any little space you have to see, you have to take it. That's what makes you clinical. And that's what I'm trying to say. If our chances have to be like what we score versus Madrid, then what is the point of having a striker? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hear that still. Um, okay, so before we go to the like the final final, let's also ask one more thing. Um, Chelsea, the last you no know, four weeks or three weeks, you know, you lost to Arsenal. I feel when you guys lost to Arsenal, yeah, I felt it like in my spirit that okay, Liverpool are getting top four because. That was such an important game, and you guys lost it. They lost the FA Cup final. You did beat Leicester, but Leicester and also, you know, Brendan Rodgers. Then you lost to Ashton Villa. These, like, when Liverpool won Crystal Palace and Leicester lost to South um, Spurs, I felt like Liverpool were the only ones that were mentally tough enough to um, be composed and under pressure and perform when we needed to perform the most. Chelsea, on the other hand, they crumbled in the final and against Aston Villa, but they were lucky to escape with top four. Do you guys think that um, mental fragility, because it's such a young squad, like you guys said before, would be your undoing in the final? And um, Precious, I'll start with you, then Ipoca, then Haleru can end it, end it up. Like, it can be a major issue, a major issue. And the problem I have with our players, I think maybe apart from the City game, I can't remember. And okay, okay, maybe the West, West Brom, is it West Brom? Yeah, West Brom earlier in the season. We are not really this comeback team. It's like we just call, it's like we just concede a goal and every everybody everybody's head is down or whatever. So I think that's another problem. So everybody really has to be focused on on Saturday. Everybody really has to be focused on Saturday. And I don't know, yeah, it's a young squad, so maybe we can excuse them for that. But as time goes. We really it's something we really need to work on. I think starting from transfer targets, so I think we should be looking at experienced people. We should be looking at experienced players because I I don't know, I don't know. It's just it's just difficult to say, but the mentality is poor. Like you just see, like it's like they just concede the goal and everybody's everybody's head is just down. No one no one to pick themselves up or say we can still do this, nothing, nothing, it's just dead. So, yeah, we have to give them time to 
yeah, that's that. But we also have to change maybe the approach a little. Maybe this time look for more experienced players. Look for more experienced players. So yeah, and if it if it's going to be our undoing in the final, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. That's why it's very very vital that we score the first goal. I think we are a very solid side, so we can always defend one goal lead, even though it's very risky. I would I'll prefer maybe two goals or something, but it's city we are talking about. So I think I I feel like first of all we should be very solid and really really try to cut out them because funny enough I feel like some of the some of the goals we've been considering of late is down to individual errors, and that's something that we really need to cut out. We really because city will punish you big time if you try that, they will punish you big time. So. First of all, we have to cut out individual errors and be solid, very, very solid as well. And yeah. we just hope for the best. Yeah, Ibuka, what about you? Okay, so for me, it's um, I don't want to just put it on the, the younger players, right? Because that would be a bit unfair to them. I've actually seen um, a lot of fights in, in these young players. I've seen a lot of determination in, the, in some of these young players, not all of them. I, I would rather put the blame on the experienced players because it's a trend and I'm starting to think about the players that have been at Chelsea for far too long. Because um, I can remember uh, in Conte's second season, he said it was difficult to motivate the players. Mauricio Sarri came in and said it's difficult to motivate these players. Um, Frank Lampard mentioned motivation. It just seems like, I don't, I don't know if these guys are not, they don't see themselves as wanting to be the best. So are they content with where they are? Do we, do we have people that are old in age, but when it comes to um, maturity on the pitch or, or determination, these are, these are where these players are lacking? Because I look at someone like Kovacic and I'm like, he's not a child. He can't be someone that, you know, when we, when we concede, it's the, his, his game, he carries that, that one go down on his shoulder. Like, it feels... You know, like he's supposed to do so. I don't even know how to explain it, but he 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 starts to pick up yellow cards, starts to argue. Yeah. And this is not just this is not him. I'm not, not just saying, oh, this is him. A lot of our players do it. Aspi can be making such a mistake um, against Aston Villa when we we just got back in two one, and then you're touching Grealish's face and getting sent off. That's 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 very wrong, you know, because there's a time and place to react to certain things. They feel like, they look like players that can be wound up by opponents. They, they, as um, Precious was saying, it would be nice if we could go a goal up because if City goes one up, I feel that this team will crumble. We saw that at the Etihad. Luckily for us, um, Aguero missed the penalty because you can't be solid and then concede and you lose all concentration. This seems like a team that if you concede one, just because you've been very solid, if you concede one, you know, everyone just, I don't know, they lose their heads for a bit. And I just don't want to put it on the younger players. Yes, some of the younger players need to step up, need to do better. But also the experienced players. Um, I'm a huge fan of Jorginho, but, you know, in recent weeks, he's having poor games. And um, some of our losses seem, seem to coincide with Jorginho having a poor game. When he has a poor game, we it's not like he can have a poor game and then we manage to... Um, scale through. He has a poor game and we're losing. The West Brom game is an example of Giorgino having a, having a poor game. Thiago Silva also had a poor game against West Brom. Home and away. I'm so glad that they are relegated so you don't have to deal with them next season. So things like that just make me feel like you know, 
the the strategy as the process has been saying regarding transfers we need to look at it maybe this is a summer where we do not get kids maybe this is a summer where we get people that we know can deliver today and have the right mentality that mentality is very important because with these kids i'm not so after losing the FA Cup final i'm not as confident but this is still destiny destiny is going to happen anyway <laughs> all right hello what about you Um, I kind of agree with the points both of them raised. And actually thinking of it, um, it may not actually just be the young players. I feel like this mentality problems. I don't want to put the blame solely on Aspilicueta, but since he became the captain, I don't know, like, I, John Terry was our captain for a very long time. K.O. was briefly, well, K.O. was someone that basically learned on that Terry. Well, like, I'm just remembering since Aspilicueta has been the captain. I just remember last season's FA Cup final. We are winning 1-0 versus Arsenal. Arsenal, we are comfortably in control. A hopeful long ball comes to Aubameyang. I doubt he was not, if, I don't even think he was goal side. You've talked him by a penalty. You've considered a very needless penalty before you know the whole game changes. Kovacic now loses his head. Even if, um, what is this guy, Anthony Taylor too, is also, I don't know, whatever agenda. In the keeper thing, in the um, exactly. League Cup final. Exactly, Carabao, the Oka. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are the captain. How is a, a player there telling the manager is not coming up? And you, I, I don't know. I just, to me, it just feels like since he became the captain of Chelsea, is when all these mentality issues started. And look at our last match. We are losing. At that point, I don't even know if Spurs were losing. Yeah, I'd be Spurs were winning yet. But if we know Liverpool are winning, you are losing. You need to make top four. Some of the news has filtered to you. How are you as the captain easily riled up? To get a very needless red card, that like so I just kind of feel like as the captain, he's not, he's not, he's a good player. He has been a good servant to Chelsea. I like him, I love him. But as a captain, I just feel like if Thiago Silva was a captain, it could have been better for us. But fair and fine, there's nothing we can do. And it's not just only his fault at the end of the day. Like you mentioned, Kovacic too can be Jorginho as well. Some kind of decisions you just would not expect an experienced player. To do so, it's not actually the young guys' fault, but like they've all mentioned, actually, <laughs> we need to score the first goal because I will not lie to you. If City scores first, I do not see how. Because my, my fear with the old Champions League final is that we're not a team that scores so much goals, and City sort of are guaranteed a goal. I'm struggling to see how we score two, like, I just don't see how we can score two goals. So, that's my fear. So, if City score one, I will now have to come out, we are finished. And, and in fact, most of our creation problems actually happen when I think I tend to notice that when the game is 0 0, we tend to actually create a lot of chances. But the moment the opponent has scored one, like I don't know whether we lose all basic patience. Yeah, they, they, they they making the final yeah, exactly. So that's my whole fear. I, I just hope we don't concede a very stupid or avoidable goal because. It will be a very long final. But yeah, let's see. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So I can tell the podcast is getting a little bit tense. You guys are really nervous and everything. So let's go. Let's just go straight to the nitty gritties. The UEFA Champions League final. Like, I don't make this about Liverpool, but Liverpool played in like two finals in the last four years. 
and bro detention oh my god especially the sports one because we were favorites you know what i mean when you're not when you're the underdogs they just come and just expect something magical but the pressure is still there so uh, i'll start with you precious how confident are you going into the final and uh, just give me your predictions while you ask it um honestly when it comes to i don't know i think generally i'm, I'm a positive person so i'll say i'm I'm confident. I'm confident. Yeah. As long as as long as we just try and take, even if it's two of our chances, yeah, as long as then yeah, we should be good. Yeah, with um with respect to Man City, like any players you're worried about, um, how do you think they will approach the game? How do you feel Chelsea should approach the game? And which player in your team do you think can make a difference? Um Okay, how I think we will approach the game. I, I, I think it should be something similar to the Madrid game. Where, because I don't know, City, City are not, is not the kind of team where I'll say you control them hardly. But I wouldn't want us to just sit back. No, no, no. I wouldn't want, it to just, I wouldn't want us to just sit back. But probably try to hit them on the counter target their high line, try to stretch their defense as much as possible. And who will I see being the key? Honestly, I can't say everyone is in bad form. But I feel like having Pulisic on the bench is currently the best option because I, his form has been really poor these last two or three games. So having him from the bench, having him come, come up from the bench will be like the best, the best choice. So, who do I see making a difference? Let me just say Mount. Mount, yeah. I'll just say Mount. And I expect the, the pivot to, to have a very good game. Probably, I, I hope we go with um, Jorginho and Kante. So, I expect them to have a really good game as well. So, and for my prediction, I'll say 2 1 Chelsea. Like, hopefully. All right, all right, all right. I like that. I like that. Um, for the record, I want Chelsea to win, by the way. Like, you know, I hate you guys, but you know, <laughs> Alir is my mate, and it's nice to just see him happy once in a while. Ah, uh, uh, that's good. Okay, so uh, yeah, so Halir, what about you? What are you expecting from Man City? Um, you know. Okay, what do I expect from Chelsea? Uh, one thing about us is we have a good defensive record, but we don't necessarily pack the bus. So I don't see being. At least from Chelsea's perspective, I don't see it being different from the last two matches with played versus City, where we have Kante, Jorginho win the ball quick, a counter-attacking game. We are one of, I think one reason why Pep fears Chelsea at this comp. I know Pep is very skeptical of Chelsea and Liverpool because we are the only teams who can play out of City's press. Like Jorginho has his fault too, and he can sometimes be stupid. But when Jorginho is on his game, Everything goes smoothly. Like Kante wins the ball, wherever it is, maybe Jorginho gives mount. We'll have those waves of pressure. So I expect to see something. Our approach should be what we had in the FA Cup semi-final and um, the last league game versus City. However, what I think the difference would be, and this is coming from someone who basically studies Pep. Pep in finals, the reason why Pep's finals record are good is because in finals, he will not really let his wing backs overlap like madmen because when 
they do that. That's when you see they can be caught on the transition. The way Liverpool used to catch them spots at the point. But I don't expect to see Walker and Zintenko overlap that much. So it may not be as open as, or we may not have the, as many chances as we had in the league game or the FA Cup semi-final, which makes us taking our chances very critical. We are not going to get TV clerical chances in this match. We probably will get two. You have to take one of them, if possible, both or maybe. And sadly, we don't have midfielders who shoot from outside the box where you can see one unseen on, on 30-yard long range that enters the net. It's good to have that as well. So we need to be very clinical, like very, very clinical. One thing I would say, though, is City, if they play with a false nine, it may suit us because I really don't, like, at least the first, we are a team that should be able to defend. Yeah, it's very hard dealing with a false nine, contrary to what people think, because it's movement from everywhere, like folding, Mares and all that. But our defensive position is good enough to be able to deal with that. So we can, if we can score a goal, if we score first, I can predict a one new win for Chelsea. And that would be my final prediction. And hopefully that's what hopefully happens. So that does it. Okay. okay. Who will be key? Um, As to who can be key? Let me see. Um, probably Vena, actually. Because, <laughs> because of his pace. Like, we are not going to score City with, um, what's it called? Playing Tiki Taka or whatever. It's going to be a long ball. Yeah. That's why it's going to be something behind. And even if I don't expect City to keep a line as a line as high as they normally do, but there will still be spaces to run in behind. So it has to be Werner. If he's on his game on his day, the one job we have will go to him or the two chances we have is that for him to take it, which I hope he will. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, speaking about Werner, yeah, it's mad because I see the clips from when he was in Leipzig and Stuttgart. And this guy was rapid. His his touches, he had short and he was like was like um it was like a young Suarez or something you understand or oh, he was so good and I'm like, I look at him playing now and I'm like what happened it's not even like recently from the start of the season from Brighton from um what's your first home game from Liverpool he has been just not the player I thought it was man but if he can turn up on Saturday that's going to be like incredible so um I don't want to talk too much uh Ibuka what, what, um, your turn. Yeah, I, I think the, the first thing I need to mention is I was very surprised when um, Ovo, I saw that you were supporting Chelsea. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Ovo is supporting Chelsea in the final. <laughs> that, that, that's big. Like, the players can't let you down. Come on. <laughs> that, that's, that's a good one. Um, speaking about the, the, the match itself, uh, it's going to be very tight. Um, you know, not a lot of chances. I don't expect uh, proper end-to-end football, but um, we've been good against City in the last two games that we played against them without necessarily uh, packing the bus, as Ali mentioned. So that's something that I expect to happen again. Uh, in terms of creating and taking chances, that will still be our, our Achilles heel. That's where we're going to struggle in uh, creating chances and taking those chances, that we, especially taking those chances I think that's where we're going to struggle. Um, I hope Edward Mendy is going to be back. I think he trained. So that's a good one. Um, Kante Jorginho playing in the midfield would be preferred. 
because we know that that combo can work against um, this kind of opposition. It worked well against against Madrid. So it's it's going to be a tight one. Yes, uh, prediction possibly two one. I I don't see it as a high scoring game. Uh, two one in favor of Chelsea. Um, I hope Pulisic will sit this one. I hope he'll be on the bench for this one. Uh, because his form has been bad, as I think it was pressures I said so earlier. His form has actually been very bad. Um, his output is not at the level that we saw last season, especially towards the end of last season. And it's, it's he's I don't know um, how he's justifying these stats. I think it's something that Tuku needs to look at because uh, Pulisic is is not doing um, as much as we'd expect. I think in our attack, in terms of minutes per goal contribution, I think Havertz should be somewhere right up there because he actually, um, it's his debut season, but he doesn't get a lot of starts. Um, there, especially, uh, I think when at some point during um, Lampard's reign, he was mostly just coming from the bench. So if we kind of look at the minutes and then his goal contributions, I think he would be right up there, maybe top or top two, like maybe um, in the team. I've not actually done that calculation, but <laughs> I think he'll be right up there because he doesn't get a lot of stats. Um, we saw him play very well against Madrid. I'm hoping uh, for something similar. I think if a similar lineup to what we had against Madrid, um, if everyone is fit, I, I think that would that would possibly work against against Man City. There are lots of players on their end that we can and should be afraid of. Phil Foden has been in very good form, especially in the Champions League. Kevin De Bruyne is, you know, he's who he is. He's always a threat. And um, he has a fairly reasonable goal-scoring record against Chelsea, uh, especially for a midfield player. So he's someone that we need to pay attention to. Um, if Kawaka starts, I don't know why, but every time Kawaka starts, uh, especially against Chelsea, I just know that whoever is playing on the left is going to maybe have a bad game because Kawaka's pace is ridiculous. You can try to get past him, but um, his recovery pace, it's, it really helps him and builds him out of certain situations. But the number one danger man is going to be KDB because of who he is and how dangerous he is. Riyad Mahrez, yes, Prince look at him too. The entire city squad, really, <laughs> if I'm being fair, they are all dangerous. But it's so, really. like, what the hell? It's so deep. Like, you just, you can measure. Yes. <laughs> I can measure, I see, bro, I can measure bro, 20 bro, players. <laughs> <laughs> I can measure 20 players. It's ridiculous. I think the only person I won't mention is Mendy because we know that Mendy, <laughs> Mendy has been. And even Mendy has been Mendy awful. can turn up anytime. You don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like this final, we are just mainly hoping on fit. Like, is my That's heart right. just telling me? But if my head just wants to be serious, no, I if, just if think it's my head, but KDB can score from nothing. I swear. Definitely. You already in beat. Like, there's just too many ways they can score, and they don't even have a striker. Yeah, that's that's the crazy part. Everyone, everyone there is a threat, but we we have a good team. Um, it's just for people to turn up on that day. I think if we take a fully fit squad and we get our decisions right, we can win that game because um, Tuchel has shown or the team has shown in the FA Cup semi final against City and in the Premier League game away at City that yes, it's not going to be a perfect game. Yes. We will make mistakes, but this team has just enough quality 
to win against City. And that's what I'm actually hoping for. On our side, um, I think the key player for us, and I'm really hoping he has a monster game, is Ungolo Kante. If Kante gives us a Madrid monster, I would be very confident um, that we can do something because uh, Kante being Kante, he's able to win the ball high up and give it to the, uh, to the forward players. And because of the energy, his drive, you know, it's, it's something that could really make the difference against City. Jorginho is going to be important too, but I feel uh, one player, I would pick one player to be Kante. Hopefully the attack will, the attack will, will get it right, but I would like to see you. I think if I'm going to score, it will be like a, uh, maybe a Rudiger head or a Thiago Silva head or something. <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> no confidence in our attack at all. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that still. Um, okay, so um, Chelsea are in the final. And Halira, I watched this game with you. It shows how long we've grown up together. Like, we've known each other for a decade. And in 2012, Chelsea beat Bayern Munich and you guys were underdog, underdogs. Like, you guys were in hell. Like, bro, nobody in their right mind thought Chelsea were going to beat Bayern Munich that day. They were at home. It was, you know, Ribéry and Robin in that prime and Mario Gomez was taking everybody to church. It was like, scored like 40 goals that season. And you guys managed to win it in dramatic fashion. And I think it was sort of like poetic the way Drogba scored that last minute, that um, winning penalty in the shootout. You know, looking at how he would have been the one to take the penalty if he didn't get sent off in um, Moscow. And John Chai took it and missed. It was really poetic. And, you know, when he, how he cried and the tears from his eyes and, you know, doing the cross and his normal celebration, bro, that was so fucking cool. And I was so pissed off because I hated Halero that time. No, I didn't hate Halero, but I didn't want him to be happy because he's a Chelsea fan and Liverpool were terrible that season. And, bro, it was just so fucking cool. And, yeah. But the question I want to ask you guys now if he does go to penalty shootouts, who would you want to take the deciding penalty to win you guys the match? Well, yeah, in 2012, I think God just finally said, you people suffering has to end. Like, how we won it, I don't know how, but we shall somehow won it. It was more, maybe God was compensating us in 2009, but we won it and I know how happy I was. And I don't think any day, any football memory is ever going to top that. Even if we win on Saturday, I don't think I'll be as happy as I was in 2012 because imagine the old sufferings of losing it. I know how many Champions League semi-finals we lost to you guys. We lost two, if I remember. And even the two we lost to you guys, one penalty, one. Yeah, that first goal was nonsense. Then it was a goal, sure. We're talking of yeah, but it was nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I, I think of the backhand match, like it was just God telling us, okay, this is Juventus' time. So this time, I, I, at least until quarterfinal, I never expected us to get this far. But credit to us, and I hope we, we we actually because like I was telling you, actually, my fear is not my fear is more of I don't know when this will be the Champions League final. We are not a Bayern or a Madrid that you know. See four years, I used to they will somehow get away there again. We probably will, never, will not see this again. Last time, like you mentioned, nine years ago. Last next time, maybe what 10 years time. Like 
who knows what can happen then. So I hope we win it. It seems like City. City will eventually win the Champions League sooner rather than later. So they have a lot of chances to win it. They probably will win it next year. No one knows. But with us, like this is our chance, our golden chance. Like, we somehow have to win it. So I'm hoping for the best. Like I'll be very happy to win it. It will be something that came as a shock, considering what our season was in December. And obviously, I'll see to you as usual. You get like I'm not sure if you're able to live with me for the next one year. But, Bro, I expect the thing. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait, who do you want to score the winning penalty? Like if it goes to penalty shootouts, like Drogba. Jorginho, because okay. I bet you there will be half of our fans who will probably cry <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> like, for some weird reason, we just have a very divided fan. I bet you their guys, if it was Jorginho, they'd rather miss it. I just don't know why the fan base is that divided. In fact, we have like five different fans in one fan base. So, Jorginho, if, if it was Mason Mount, we'll probably never, the English guys never let us hear whatever they do. If it was, if it was, any other person, but if it's just Jorginho, I feel like there are people like I'm just imagining all them Alex Goldberg, all them Robbie Jennings, those guys <laughs> probably not even celebrate the victory self. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> oh god, you guys are killing me, man. Um, Ibuka, let me go on to you. Um, what does winning the Champions League mean for Chelsea if you guys do win it? And who would you want to have that um, iconic moment etched in history forever? Yeah. Winning the Champions League, it will mean everything because it's it's one thing to, to win it for the first time, but you don't want to be one of those teams that just won it once and they never they never won it again. If if we win it this year, it just shows how far the team has come. It shows um the belief that Choco has instilled in the team and it's it's really going to make up for all the pain that we've gone through since 2012 uh, not playing in Europe finishing tents um, after winning the league the previous season we've gone through a lot actually um, and especially losing finals as if it's a regular thing so if we win it it would mean so much it would also give the the young players that, that boost because you can imagine uh, a Billy Gilmore looking at himself and saying, oh, I'm a Champions League winner. I'm heading to the Euros as a Champions League winner. Mason Mount, Reese James, um, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner. Like, after all the insult and the struggle for Werner to lift the trophy at the end of it, like, it just feels like, okay, yes, I didn't, I didn't get the numbers that people are looking for, but I got this. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those players hurricane that would you know go through your career and they are saying oh I haven't won anything there's nothing significant that I can look at and tell my my grandkids or great grandkids that oh you know I was in the Champions League winning side in 2012 or something like that so it would mean a whole lot to the team it mean a whole lot to Thiago Silva and also Thomas Tuchel after losing the final last year it would just be you know Thiago Silva can can retire in peace. No, we still, she's still going to give us one more year. We need that one more year. But, you know, that feeling of having achieved the highest, um, the highest uh, trophy or award in, in European football, that's a club level European football, it would mean a whole lot to, to everyone in the team. 
um, who would I like to take the decisive penalty? So <laughs> I, I think as, as Hillary mentioned, we, we are a very divided fan base and we have some sections that, you know, would wish for players to, to play badly just so that their agenda can continue moving forward. Um, but if I was to pick one player to take the decisive penalty, it would have to be <laughs> Marcos Alonso. <laughs> I don't know why. But Bro, that I was want, so funny. <laughs> I, I want Alonso because I have I have friends that hate Alonso so much. <laughs> like I can just imagine the look on their faces when Alonso is stepping up. Alonso puts the ball down, and if he actually scores, that would just be that would just be crazy. I don't want Mount because yes, the English guys will never allow us to hear to hear the end of it. Um, I, I don't want any of the other uh, maybe a Kante. You know that's that's not good. Okay, we might drive the Kante Ballon d'Or agenda, but no, don't worry, we don't want that. I think for me, Marcos Alonso should take should take the last. The best part, if Alonso is scoring off a win, deciding penalty, yeah. I am yeah. like 9% sure he's going to bury that thing because that guy, he's like... I'm not sure, house. dude. <laughs> no, no, Alonso is sure. a lot of goals. But there's the thing about scoring a lot of goals and then scoring a penalty. So, if it's a penalty, I'm not really sure of Alonso, but I, I would like him to... I, I would like him to take it, but I'm not sure if he's going to score. Yeah, I hear that still. I hear that. Okay, um, so I guess this is the end of this week's episode. Well, you guys are making me feel like I'm a Chelsea fan. Like, what the fuck? I need to have a bath after, this, after this episode. Um, Haliru Precious, Ibuka, thank you very much for um, all your support for this podcast. And if you've made it this far, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed it personally. So make sure you give us a good rating on the podcast. Um, it really helps the algorithm. And share to your friends and football lovers everywhere. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FootyStands. And um, I appreciate the support. Um, so see you next time. And yeah, good luck to Chelsea and Manchester in Champions League final. And I just want to say a very good game of football. So peace. <laughs>